Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This episode of On Deck with Stancy is brought to you by Podmetrics. Whether you're a rookie at podcasting or a veteran or a super expert or somebody who's just doing it for fun since we have a little bit more extra time now that we're all stuck at home, you can actually use Podmetrics to know so much more about your show and who you're able to reach. You can get information like who's listening, where they are, what their profiles are like, even their listening habits. Podmetrics can take care of all of that and more so you can focus on creating better content. You can even integrate Podmetrics with Facebook and YouTube so you can get more data from your live streams. So if you're a podcaster or you want to start your own podcast, go check out podmetrics.co. Once again, that is podmetrics.co and sign up for free. So whether you've got hundreds of episodes under your belt or you're trying to figure out how to get from episode 1 to episodes 2, 3, 4, 100, 150, and beyond, Podmetrics can help you get to know your show and your listeners that much better. You can check it out today and sign up at podmetrics.co. Once again, that's podmetrics.co. And you can use my referral code on deck. That's O-N-D-E-C-K, just one word. And you can get a head start into the wonderful world of Podmetrics. To on Deck with Stan C. On the show, I tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And for this week, we're pulling the curtain back on Mix VJ Ai de la Cruz. Now, everybody knows her as this uh, fangirl na naging host who's made it all the way to the Billboard Music Awards covering big red carpet events like that. But before she ever did any of that, she was just my classmate, Ai, over at the UP College of Mass Communication. We were both Broadcom majors, and we took our first TV production classes together. And we weren't really all that close back then. And it's really funny how masaging close pa kami now that we're working, now that we're both in the industry. And I'm just really glad that even with the pandemic and everything happening all around us, we found a way to stay in touch and that I was able to get an hour of just uncensored, unfiltered time with her here on the podcast. So you get to see and hear hopefully a different side to the VJI de la Cruz that we see on Mix every day. Really excited to bring these conversations to you on this week's episode. But before we get to our main event, let me tell you about something that's really important to me and that is voter registration. So please, if you haven't registered yet, pagdi pa kayo botante, Please do that. You have a few weeks to go before they line up everything for the 2022 elections. At napaka-importante po na maging bahagi tayo ng 2022 elections to let our voices be heard. And it all starts by being a registered voter. So you can go to iregistro.comelec.gov.ph to sign up. Or you can also check out votepilipinas.com. They've got a very simplified layout over there just so everybody can know yung mga documents that they need to prepare to become a registered voter. So again, book your appointment over at iregistro.comelec.gov.ph or check out votepilipinas.com. And now it's time to get to our main event for this week. Here's my conversation with Mix VJ Aida La Cruz. I'm so happy that we can finally get on the podcast, get a conversation going. I think we should explain kung bakit full name yung tawagan natin. If memory serves me right, this comes from the Backstreet Boys concert ng 2015. Nagkita tayo sa parking lot ng MOA. And then, like, you just called me by name, by full name. And then, 
in response, syempre, ay, De La Cruz! Ganun din yung, ano ko, bati ko. That's how maybe, I remember it. Maybe that's where you started calling me by my full name. But I started calling you by your full name since college. Kasi parang, your name is like, paano ba? John Prats. Alam mo, <laughs> you can't call him John. <laughs> always John Prats. Ikaw, to me, it's always Tansy. I don't know, baby, siguro nabibitan ako sa one syllable. <laughs> Tas ang short din naman ng last name mo. So, buhayin na natin, Stancy. But, I don't know. I think I've always called you Stancy since college. Pero yun nga, siguro nagulat ka dun sa Backstreet Boys concert. Kasi nga, yeah. ang daming stan dun. So, I don't want everyone to look uh-huh. pag tinawag kitang stan. So, like, Stancy! As a 90s baby, it makes my heart pretty happy to be mentioned in the same breath as John Pratt's. Like, this is probably the first and last time na it will ever happen. So, thank you for that honor. You'll always be Stancy to me. Oh, that means a lot. That means a lot. And it really <laughs> means a lot that you're joining me here on the podcast. So, you know, we're over a year and almost a year and a half into, into lockdown, into... No, I'm not Ay, talking about the podcast. I'm talking about fucking quarantine. I'm talking about whatever adjective community quarantine we're at right now so i have to check in with you like where is your mind at now that we are still here you know i am a little bit embarrassed to say this but i'm kind of enjoying it like on my side of course alam ko sa buhay ng ibang tao it's very different it's super hard and of course i wish this to end also for them pero work wise in my world i prefer this over the pre-pandemic mode Kasi mm-hmm. mas madali lahat eh, for me ah. <laughs> Right. I mean, just to insert some double innuendo here, mm-hmm. how many artists or how many celebrities have basically looked into your bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's true. Yes. I can't count how many, but a lot. Like almost everyone has seen my bedroom now. Although technically, actually, okay, fun fact, this isn't my bedroom. This is my parents' bedroom. My bedroom is a mess. It doesn't look like a bedroom. It looks like a stockroom of some sort. It's like a big closet. It's just full of clothes strewn about everywhere. I just use my parents' bedroom. Luckily, you know, my mom agreed naman. And she knows how much I need the space and how much I need this nice background of hers. I also have a setup. Well, of course, we can't show it to podcast, but I'll show you here sa Zoom natin. Do you see that green screen? Yes. Yeah, so I have this huge green screen wall for my other tapings as well. So I turned, oh I turned her room into a studio. <laughs> galing, ang galing. I'm impressed kasi may green screen din ako dito sa kwarto, pero hindi oh, nice. siya yung wall talaga. Alam mo hmm. yung parang shade sa kotse, nasa windshield. Yung nilalagay mo uh, lang, mo i-fold. Ganun yung, yung bilog? Ko. Yes, yung bilog. Bilog yung oh, oh, Yes, yes, yes. Marami so, siya sa, ano, marami sa Shopee, Shopee Lazada, di ba? Yes. Oh, oh, pwede ba ng brands dito? Oh, naman. I do plug Shopee and Lazada on the podcast, so it's fair game. Ah, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. great. I told you, podcasting is way more flexible than TV. <laughs> you can get away with so much more shit. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really impressed how you turned your parents' bedroom into a studio and everything. How, you know, as a TV personality, life and work go on, pandemic or no pandemic. So how have you been able to manage being a constant presence but in, in pop media dito sa Pinas, pandemic and all? I can't really credit it to my abilities or anything I did. It just so happens that I'm still part of Mix, which is still on cable. I can't say on air because we're not on free TV anymore, but we are on Sky Cable Signal. We are currently shooting this June 30, but starting July, Mix is going to be available on Signal. So I'm guessing, well, July na to, ng listeners mo. So yes, we're now on Signal as well, Channel 150 and GSAT. So we're not on air because it's not free TV. So the correct term is we're on cable and we're online. So since I'm part of that, I guess I'm still a part of pop media. And because I get to interview these artists, nasa ano pa ako? Awareness no? <laughs> mga tao. So I don't think it's really because of me, but it's just really because of Mix. Let's talk about that. Because I don't remember when I first saw you in Mix, but I just remember probably running through the channels, you know, like every person watching TV. And then bigla na lang I see my old classmate on Mix. And hindi ka nagbago, like the itsura and everything, parehong pareho pa rin from college. It just so wow. happened that my classmate, I, De La Cruz, was on fucking Mix. So <laughs> how did that all happen for you? Wait, balikan ko yung story mo. So nagulat ka, hindi mo alam. Like, 
Kasi we're Facebook friends naman. Hindi mo yeah. lang mga posts ko na, hi, I'm part of Mix na. Nagulat ka na lang while you were scanning through channels. Oh, you expect so to go through all 10,000 people on my feed? <laughs> Well, akala ko naman lalabas lang ako doon kasi syempre marami nag-react na common friends natin. I was expecting mataas ako sa algorithm. But Shouldn't yeah, it be a better credit though to TV na yun yung una kong exposure sa'yo? Like well, DJI De La Cruz and not Facebook. Actually, mas fun nga. Mas fun yun. Na parang, wow! Biglang while you're scanning through the channel. Yeah. Okay. So what was your question again? Sorry, I'm yeah, not a good interviewee. <laughs> how did it all happen? Okay. When I graduated, uh, well, after I graduated from our course, Broadcom in UP, April nun, di ba? Yeah. Plano ko, I would just rest hanggang October. Tapos, before October though, like April, I, April May, May, I got to direct a show for Ma'am Tessa Hasmines. Mm-hmm. You remember Ma'am Tessa? Of course, yeah. Tapos dun, na-meet ko si, like my floor director there, my production director, Chu, Chu Villar. Apparently, ano pala siya, boss siya sa TV5, Sports 5. That was when he saw me there, pang a month after, he asked me, would you want to be a courtside reporter for the NCAA? Kasi that was what was under Sports 5. And I was like, kailan po ba yun ganyan? June to September lang yun. So, pasok dun sa life schedule ko na October pa naman ako mag-start mag-work. So, okay, sige, fine. Tapos from there, nagtuloy-tuloy yung naging courtside reporter na ako. Tapos, dun ako nahanap ng mix. Well, dun lang ako na-contact. But actually, napa-audition ako because of my grade school background na I would always host our events, our school events, prom, school dances, acquaintance parties. Ako yung resident host na nun. Tapos, I would always have a partner there. And my partner there, Jason Alvarez, happens to be the nephew of the Mixed Channel head, Sir Andre Allen Alvarez. Yes. connect na to. Sorry, ang haba, ang gulo. Sir Andre one time was ranting to his family and he was saying, wala na kami mahanat na VJ, baka may kakilala kayong pwede mag-audition. And then the father of Jason Alvarez, my forever co-host, remembered me. He's like, oh, baka yung ano, sabi niya, baka yung laging ka-partner ni Jason sa school events before. And then, sabi nila, ah, oh, nga, parang nagko-courtside reporter yun ngayon. So they know that I'm still, you know, hosting it and stuff. Tapos, sabi nila, sige, hanapin natin. And then, ito isa pang miraculous thing. Yung isa sa mga bosses din sa mix, yung asawa niya works for Sports 5. Okay. So, ang dali ng connection, pakihanap nga yung number ni Ayi de la Cruz, ganyan. Tapos, they got to contact me and then they asked me to audition. And I got to audition, sa private auditions. Walang VJ search ng time na yun, 2013. And then the rest is history. I got into mix. I never even knew na I could become a VJ. Hindi ko siya kinonsider at all na possible job in the future. Like, I thought it was too impossible. I thought I was going to the hotel industry. Sorry sa mga professors nasin sa BC. Pero okay. akala ko talaga sa hotel ako mag apply after. But that happened. Ganun. Bigla lang ako na-contact. So, sabi mo na, nung nag-graduate tayo in April of 2012, I'm gonna date us both. Nag-graduate tayo April 2012, you plan mm-hmm. to take a break until October. So, anong plano mo na you would have a full-time job? Basically, you know, what was expected of every one of us to graduate like a full-time office job? Yeah, kasi my mom works for the hotel industry. And sa nakita ko growing up, gusto ko yung mga perks. We, mm-hmm. all, we would always get to stay in different hotels for free, buffet, mga ganon. Just naisip ko, parang gusto ko sa ganong industry ang positive lang. Diba people usually go to hotels to rest, to celebrate, diba mga debut, wedding. So parang gusto ko ng ganong environment. Gusto ko positive lang. Naisip ko, doon na lang ako. Parang hindi ko naisip talaga mag... TV, which is weird. Pero yun, siguro God has other plans, for me, had other plans for me. So, tinanggal niya ako dun sa mindset na yun. Pero yun yung plano ko, as in, mag, ano lang ako, magtatambay lang ako sa bahay from April to October. October, I'll start sending out resumes. And then hopefully by January, may bago na akong job. Why not though? Why didn't you consider na you could have a career in entertainment or in front of the camera when that was basically our course, diba? We, You and I were in a TV production class where humarap talaga tayo sa camera and then meron ding time na we were doing work behind the camera. So it seemed natural, at least from my perspective, na dito ko mapupunta and more unnatural for like our classmates who are in advertising or corporate communications and all that, diba? Parang mas natural, theoretically, yung tinahak mong career path. Mm-mm. Bakit nga ba? 
Ewan ko, ang unreachable niya for me, hindi ko siya naisip. Pat- parang, alam mo yung feeling mo kasi, I mean, sa UP, I would guess naman sa mga productions ng iba, talent-talent ako doon. But, it's some kind of like, I felt like a big fish in a small pond kasi. Okay. So, hindi ko inakala na kahit pala sa big pond, <laughs> kaya ko rin. <laughs> alam mo yan, parang okay, gets ko sa UP kasi parang wala naman sila masyadong choice, konti lang tayo. <laughs> konti lang tayo dun eh. So, sige, parang gets ko, lagi ako kinukuha doon. Pero hindi ko alam na kahit sa labas, sa totoong industry, sa ABS-CBN, sa mix, I would still get chosen and they would still see potential in me. Parang hindi ko naman naisip yun. Siguro lack of confidence yung reason. Is that it? Kasi ganun, parang feeling ko okay ako for UP, okay ako for my school before, Obi Montessori. Pero sa real world, hindi ko alam na pati doon may makaka-appreciate pala sa akin. Ganun. So I have two things to say to that. Mm-hmm. Una, tawa ako nung sinabi mo na, yeah, big fish in a small pond ka sa UP. Kasi when we were in UP, mm-hmm. you always looked made up na, di ba? Every day, kay may production o oh, wala. So yung itsura mo ngayon is not that different from how I remembered you in college. Lagi kang nakaayos eh. So mm-hmm. alam mo, parang expected ko yun. Sige, bigay ko yun sa'yo. <laughs> but the second is na, I kind of share yung sinabi mo na, I don't think or I don't see myself on a big platform. Mm-hmm. Kasi parang hanggang dito lang ako. And yeah. alam kung pinagdaraanan na talaga yun ng people na nasa age group natin regardless of generation or if it's a millennial thing na we go through yung imposter syndrome. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Just this year, actually, I met someone na well-versed sa mga iba-ibang kinds of syndromes. He's very well-versed sa mental health issues, ganon conditions. And then, uh, when he met me... I, Okay, let me just reveal na lang who it is. He's the guy who won sa Mix and Match. It's the dating game show <laughs> na I was forced to join sa Mix. Tapos, I saw this online. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. yeah. Jake Sineris, if you're watching or if you're listening pala. I learned this from him kasi when he got to know me, ganun rin ba pag when you're getting to know each other, parang ina-analyze mo talaga yung personality ng kausap mo. So, yun yung sinabi niya sa akin, I think you have an imposter syndrome. Tapos sabi ko, ano yun? Tapos, in-explain niya nga na parang you don't recognize, or parang you feel like you're not as good as you are. Parang ganun yung pagkaka-explain niya sa akin, basically. Tama or parang ba? feel mo nakachamba ka, kaya ka nandyan sa position mo. Na exactly! Parang nauutu mo lahat na nasa paligid mo na magaling ka talaga, pero sa totoo lang, hindi. Like, that's the idea. I am still on the first part of what you said. <laughs> okay. Nauuto ko lahat, pero wala pa ako dun sa recognition or realization na, pero hindi. Parang mm-hmm. feeling ko pa rin nauuto ko lahat. <laughs> so, nakaka-relate ako dun. Sobrang nakaka-relate ako dun. You know, ako aminin uh, ko na I haven't reached yung career heights that you have. Diba? I haven't been to the Grammys. I haven't talked to as many celebrities as you have. However, I understand... Sa ano lang, billboard, billboard. Billboard, okay. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. <laughs> to me, it's all the same. You went to fucking LA and you were on the red carpet. Same shit. I get what you mean when you say na yung kumpiyansa mo sa sarili mo, parang hindi mo siya mapaniwalaan talaga because mm-hmm. how real is it that I, of all people, get to do this and do that? Diba? Those yes. thoughts creep into your head. Mm-mm. But let me just say for all of your listeners, Tansy, you were already like that when we were in college. When we were in college, we were just doing our basic radio production classes. But then we'd have this classmate, Stancy, who was already a radio DJ. <laughs> so we were like, why are you still in this class? <laughs> Ang daya. Bakit ganito? When, when we would discuss things in class, you know, the professor would always ask him, parang, oh, diba, sa inyo, Stancy, oh, what's it like in your... Parang ano na siya, consultant, ganon. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I also asked that question. I was like, why do I have to be in this class? <laughs> Sobrang kupal eh, no? Yabang ang puta. Pero understandable. Ako na nga nagsabi para sa'yo, no? Una, yes. Pero totoo nga, radio DJ ka na. Tapos sa basic radio production class ka pa rin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's cool. Kasi like for me, a lot of the things I learned back then sa Mascom, na-apply ko na ngayon. And I'm sure for you also, di ba? As a TV practitioner, a lot of the stuff na tinuro sa atin, kahit papano, form the foundation of what you do now. Pero let's go back to the imposter syndrome bit because sige, this sige. is so interesting to mm. talk to a friend a peer na generation who also goes through the same shit even though yeah. you're super successful how do you get over that you fake it till you make it <laughs> kasi nga you have this i know you have this mindset na 
people see something in you na wala naman talaga doon. That's not really there. So, ako, from my perspective, okay, sige, if that's how you see me, I'll just keep on doing what I'm doing. Tapos tingnan natin kung talaga magkatotoo yung nakikita nyo sa aking potential. I think that's better nga eh, kesa yung sa feeling mo talaga you're all that. And you can do everything that people are saying you can. And so, wala ka ng room for improvement kasi you think you've made it. I think for me, it helps na I have an imposter syndrome kasi feeling ko, I still have so much to learn. I'm always planning if I did something wrong. It's not that hard naman to keep at it while you have an imposter syndrome kasi, you know, you're, you're hungry for improvement. Right, right. That makes sense, diba? Ano siya, it's a grounded and level-headed way to look at it, diba? Yes. Has any fan of yours messaged you and said na, Oh, Ate Ai or VJ Ai, dahil sa'yo, ganito-ganyan? Or ito yung nakikita ko whenever I see you? And how do you deal with that? I cry. <laughs> Oftentimes, I cry kapag may mga ganong messages and when they give me stuff. Merong mga nag-message sa'kin na, Ate Ai, I took up broadcast communication because of you. Because I know that was your course. Nag-mascom po ako dahil gusto ko maging katulad nyo. Ganon. But I think ako yung pinaka-memorable talaga for me was, I think I was on my second year of being a mixed DJ. I was fairly new. Tapos, merong fan who had cancer. I think it was leukemia. And she was asking for a video greeting. Actually, a friend of hers was asking for a video greeting kasi alam niyang fan. Tapos, of course, I did video greeting agad-agad. And sabi niya, it helped her fight and it helped her, you know, smile through whatever she's going. Isa sa mga ha, heartwarming moments of my job na parang realize ko, I'm doing something that makes sense to other people. And it's far bigger than myself. Have you ever had those out-of-body experiences na parang, wow, how did I get here? Like something huge talaga, like a huge opportunity, a huge job-related adventure happens to you. And then you literally zoom out from where you are physically and you're like, how the fuck did this happen to me? Can you name one experience? Ooh, that's hard because I don't think that happens to me. And there are mga unbelievable experiences that happen to me. Pero pag... I'm in the moment. I'm the kind of person who's in the moment. I don't think of anything else. Like, I really absorb everything. Sometimes I don't even blink <laughs> because I'm, I'm just absorbing everything talaga. So, yeah, I don't have that out-of-body experience. But I've had a lot of experiences that I couldn't believe after that happened to me. But after the whole thing, so ako na lang ina-analyze lahat. Parang, ang tawag doon? Yung post? Nagpa-post-mortem ka. Post-mortem, yes. Yes, post-mortem na lang ako. No, parang, huh, ano nangyari? Paano, paano ako nakapunta doon? <laughs> like when I went to Paris for Taylor Swift, when I interviewed Ed Sheeran and sang with him. <laughs> Lego House. Ano pa ba yung mga ganun? I sang with Charlie Puth. I got to interview the Eraserheads. Mga ganun. Yung talagang hindi mo akalain na mangyayari talaga yun. Tapos afterwards na lang, doon ka na lang... You know, it helps to my pictures and videos because those pictures remind you na this really happened. Pero right. kung wala yun, feeling ko talaga, I would stay up all night thinking na pang, wow, did that just happen? <laughs> We're taking a quick break from this episode of On Deck so I can tell you about one of the ways you can support the podcast and that is through your online shopping over at Lazada. 8-8 is just a few weeks away and since auspicious date intensifies with all the 8-8 business, Gotta let you know that you can support On Deck just by shopping over on Lazada and by using this URL right before you check out. It's podlink.co slash 0RP. So just use that on your mobile phone browser. It'll take you straight to your Lazada app. From there, just check out and a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and On Deck to keep the lights on and help me do what I do best, which is to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. So again... Please use my Lazada affiliate link. That's podlink.co slash 0RP. Podlink.co slash 0RP. Do it and do it right now. So I was about to ask about Ed Sheeran because I remember coming across that on my timeline. So oh, and na. I'm wearing him today, by the way. Well, your your listeners can't see it, but yes. this is uh, Ed Sheeran. You are wearing Sheeran. him and this now it conjures Justin so many Bieber. different other images. 
<laughs> so, you appeared on my timeline because of that time hmm. na you interviewed Ed Sheeran and uh, lang pala ako mag appear sa timeline mo. Grabe oh, sa Stancy. <laughs> Kasi pina-follow ko rin si Ed Sheeran eh. <laughs> okay. So, knowing that you're a big fan, how do you compartmentalize mm-hmm. that part of yourself? Diba? Kasi for all of us, it's hard to get over that headspace na, shit, idol ko to. I, I oh, want to yeah. see so many things. I want to do oh, so yes. many things. How do you compartmentalize as a professional? You struggle with it talaga. Okay. I don't know how I do it, but buti na lang kasi sa mix. We're not that strict in hiding that fangirl side of ours. Like, sometimes nga, we're asked to, okay, sige lang, you wanna sing with him? Go! Parang, sometimes I ask my bosses first for permission na parang, can I ask him to sing with me? Mga ganyan. <laughs> Oo, tapos, or minsan nililusot ko na lang. Tapos, okay naman sa kanila. Kasi that's content for us. Like, you know, they can write about it, they can post about it. Oh my gosh, kanina pa pala ako off mic, sorry. Anyway, um, you know, that's content for us. Like, when I sang with Ed Sheeran, parang naging, ano yun, ginawa nilang headline na parang, yeah. oh, DJ, DJ Ai, sang with Ed Sheeran, blah, 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 in Japan. Tapos, kapag may mga gusto naman kami itanong na pang fan talaga, yun yung I refrain from doing that na lang. Kasi, we're time constrained, hindi pwedeng lahat talaga matanong mo. Yun nga yung mahirap eh. Actually, sa lahat ng interviews, madali naman siya talaga dapat kung you have all the time in the world. Ang nagpapahirap talaga, <laughs> yung time limit. So, kapag may ganun, may set of questions ka na talaga na nakaready. And then, siguro to get over your chaotic brain while you're there. Ako ay move around. I remember nung Ed Sheeran interview. I was a mess. I think sa lahat ng interviews ko, yun yung pinakakalat talaga ako before. I remember halos mainis na talaga sa akin yung cameraman namin na boss din, si Kuya Daryl Guevara, Don Daryl. Kasi naka-set up na siya sa labas. Parang yung tripod, ganyan-ganyan. Tapos ako, while memorizing my questions, while thinking it over, I would pace Tapos, I would bump into the camera, into the tripod. <laughs> Nalalaglag ko yung lapel, ganyan. Tapos, hindi lang one, siguro mga thrice, na bangga ako ng bangga. Tapos sila pang, huy, ayin mo ba? <laughs> Madito ka nga lang ganyan. But I can't. I have to walk. I have to move. Ganon. Tapos, thankfully, always naman, kapag ando na ako, nakakalma naman ako. It's like when you're singing on stage. At first, Super nerves. First lines, first verse, mahirap siya. But when you're in the middle of the song na, usually okay na eh. I guess when you're hosting also, Stan. Stancy. <laughs> Kapag no, ano, I, I, I totally get I de la Cruz. I, closest comparison ko to that is when I hide in the bathroom before a big performance. Like, Ooh. I like to pace myself in the bathroom yeah. or in a tiny corner of the dressing room. Like, back pre-pandemic no my wrestling pa. Mm-hmm. I would find a small space sa dressing room or sa backstage. I just pace back and forth and I breathe. Usually, I like to do it in the bathroom. Pero weird kasi it's also very unsanitary. So, alam niyo, nilalangha po lahat ng mga mikrobyo. Siyempre, yeah. ngayon ko lang realize na in the COVID era na we're all germophobes. Pero, yun talaga, yeah. like, uh, you center yourself by breathing and then yes. breathe out, diba? And, and just release that energy by walking around. So, I get you. That makes sense to me. I remember na, ano, you and I reconnected a few weeks ago because we mm-hmm. both guested on class ng, ng prof natin, si Ma'am Jane Vinculado. And it was brought up there that the persona you've crafted for yourself on screen is that of basically the fangirl who got to be mm-hmm. the host. How did you come up with that persona and was it something na Mix actually crafted for you? What hand did you play in it? Oh no, that just naturally developed. That was one of my struggles when I was starting with Mix. Because sa Mix, sila yung tipong, they won't brand you. They will encourage you to be yourself. They will let you try different things. Tapos, eventually, you know, kakaroon ka na ng sarili mong brand. And ako, na-realize ko lang na fangirl yung branding ko kasi when I took a class in ABS-CBN University that was broadcast voice under Bob Novales, siya yung nagsabi sa akin na parang yung character mo sa mix, ano, no, very fangirl. Kasi ang struggle ko noon, I was doing ANC, the ABS-CBN News Channel, at the same time. So parang sabi niya sa akin, kailangan mong ibahin yung boses mo sa ANC tsaka sa mix. So parang kinakaracterize niya yung boses ko dapat sa ANC as opposed to mix. So na-label niya yung sa mix. Sa mix kasi fangirl ka. 
So, doon ko na, doon ko lang na-realize sa pang, ay, oo nga, no? Parang yun pala yung personality ko. Kasi kapag nagsispeel kami, kami naman bahala, eh. We would say stuff about the song, about the artist, ganon. Pero napapansin ko nga sa mga spills ko, what I would always focus on, like, the artist, when I saw him, why I love him. Parang, oo nga, very fangirl yung naging persona ko doon. Which is, I think, works naman. And, oh my gosh, ngayon ko lang na-realize. <laughs> So, audition ko sa mix, they asked me, ano ba yung maiging edge mo sa iba? Why should we pick you? Alam ko, ang sinagot ko nun, I think because I'm normal, I'm relatable, I am a viewer of mix, I'm also a fan, so I think whatever I say, people can relate to. So, yeah, I think yun nga, yun yung persona ko. Oh my gosh! No, that's epiphany. great. Yeah, <laughs> this that, is that's, an epiphany for me. I love it. I love that you're having the epiphany dito sa podcast ko of all places. Yeah. And I love the <laughs> self-awareness. Diba na, yeah, I'm, I'm relatable because this. Kasi it's easy to say that you're relatable, but how do you mm-hmm. prove it? How do you back it up? It's great na you have that level of self-awareness. I want to ask about things about being a mixed VJ that the fans don't normally know about. Because like you, I am also a fan. Mm-hmm. I also grew up with Nikki Hill on my screens and in my heart. Yes, she's so, my favorite. What's something about being a mixed VJ that someone like me would be surprised to hear about? One misconception about VJs is that we always see each other. Because parang isaren sa mga selling points namin aside from yung pagiging VJ namin is our friendship. Kasi talagang nakaka-develop ko yung totoong friendships naman doon. And like, you know, tayo rin. Nung nanonood tayo, di ba? We love the friendship between Nikki Hill, Luis Manzano, Ia Velanya, their banter. Pero we don't really see each other that often. Kasi ang dami sa amin nagko-comment. Pakisabi po kay Robbie, pakisabi po kay Donnie, pakisabi po kay ganito. Tapos kami parang, hindi naman namin sila nakakasama lagi. Kasi we would always have like one taping day na assigned sa amin. Kasi nga, di ba, we have daily top 10. Yeah. Kailangan naka-spread out kaming VJs. Nagiging close ka lang dun sa ka-schedule mo for the day. Mahirap maging close actually sa buong grupo kasi we only see each other kapag major events which is like mix mo, mix music awards, mga ganon. Or mix awards na pala ngayon. That's one thing. But ano pa ba? Misconception. How about something ah. unglamorous? Like what you see on TV is like, wow, I think finished product. Pero something na parang... Okay, I didn't know na, you know, that's how it worked over there. Okay, isa sa mga nagugulat yung mga VJ search finalists to know is how much work yung kasama sa pagiging VJ. Kasi we don't just talk, we don't just read scripts. Especially now during the pandemic, we write our own questions, we research. I did this VJing 101 session before sa isang batch ng finalists. Sobrang dami kong sinabi sa kanila ng mga kung anong ginagawa mo before an interview, during, after, what to work on, what to say, sino mga dapat mong kausapin, mga ganon. Tapos, nalula talaga sila as in information overload. Hindi nila, lahat sila ang reaction, wow, hindi namin alam na ganun pala ginagawa ng VJs. Ganun. Akala nila, you know, fun-fun lang. Yeah. Well, it is fun, but it's also work. And buti na lang, you know, for me, yung work part, it's really part of what I do. Kahit na hindi ko to job. Like, always researching about artists. Kunyari, yung sa feed ko, puno yan ng mga news about what happens in their life. So, kapag sa mix daily topin or sa show namin and then you're asked to react to an artist and dami kong baon kasi yeah. talagang ano eh usisera ko as a person you know it's in my nature to beaches mosa ganyan and i want to know everything about their lives so it helps maraming mga ganon yung mga hindi nila alam na ginagawa pala ng VJ Pero, no, you bring up a good point even the whole researching about artists kasi kami mm-hmm. rin in radio diba we have to do that when we interview yeah. And ako naging habit ko, something that I actually developed after we graduated from college is watching mm-hmm. previous interviews right before my own. Yes. Th- that way, I know kung ano natanong sa kanila. And then, this, uh, this is probably gonna make you laugh or cringe. But mm-hmm. I watch your interviews with an artist. So, Which one? So, na binigay na sa'yo before ibibigay sa akin, I'll watch the interview with you first so I know what oh, not no. to ask them. No, no, no. So, I know what not to ask them. Para original din. So, it's, I see it as a good thing. Okay, she got that covered. I will go the other way. I don't remember the name of this group the last time I did this, huh? They're a group from New Zealand and then pandemic era na to. 
I swear to God, like your interview with them was a day before mine. So I had like several hours to like watch your interview and then take notes. So I knew what to ask them the following day. I don't remember and I, I can see you looking it up right now. <laughs> yes. Pero wala, wala akong makitang interview from New Zealand. It oh was some gosh, group from New Zealand last some band. I don't even remember the name. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Tapos, what happened? Ayun, I came up with my own questions because I knew what not to ask and then I just mm-hmm. focused on their older stuff like their EP from several years ago. So, mas yun yung ko para hindi siya super current and then it would catch them off guard. I don't know, do you take pride in parang catching an interviewee off guard parang, uy shit, alam niya yun ha? or alam niya to ha? That is my forever goal. <laughs> yun talaga. I don't want my interview to be just another one for them. Gusto ko, I get to learn something new na hindi pa nila nasasabi sa kahit anong interview before. But of course, that's so hard. Especially yeah. if they've been in the industry for quite some time now and lahat na natanong sa kanila. But it's so rewarding kapag na-achieve mo yun. One example is Ko Blanco. Rico Blanco has been in the industry for like a hundred years. Wow. <laughs> Grabe. I mean, simula nung na-love ko ang music, you know, he was there. He's yeah. one of my favorite artists. So, isa pa yon, isang dagdag yon na isa siya sa mga favorites ko. So, I was pressured sa interview. But we ended up talking. Okay, I interviewed him twice. The first one, we talked one hour. Second one, we talked for like two hours. Wow. Tapos, Talagang kung ano-ano lang pinag-uusapan namin as in everything and may mga sinasabi rin siya na first time doon. Tapos sinasabi niya after na pang, that was a great interview. So ang dami mga tinanong sa akin na never tinanong before. I love your questions. That's just recently, I I confirmed it with Maris Rakal, his girlfriend. And sinabi sa akin ni Maris during a live interview. As in, binanggit niya lang, Uy, by the way, sabi ni Rico, favorite kanyang interviewer. Kasi ano, ang dami mo mga tinatanong na bago raw. And mga pinag-isipan mo raw talagang questions. So, ako pang, what? <laughs> Pinag-uusapan niyo ako? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> A badge yeah, of honor, di ba? I know. Kilig na kilig ako talaga na parang, okay, he wasn't just saying that to make me feel better. Okay, so legit yun. And it's coming from him na sobrang OC when it comes to, well, not just interviews, to everything. Rico Blanco is a perfectionist, so I'm always extra pressured when I'm interviewing him. So to hear that from him and also other artists. I've also heard it from other artists, kahit international then. One that comes to mind is CNCO. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They are a boy band from Latin background. Sila yung counterpart na parang Pinoy boy band superstar dito. Okay. They came from the show La Banda. Tapos, they came here to the Philippines for the first time ever. Tapos, bigla kami nag one hour or more na live stream. Tapos, ang dami na lang shinare doon. Kahit sila na sinasabi na parang, we've never talked about this before. Ganyan na parang someone lost a finger. <laughs> mga ganon. First, ta- first kiss nila, mga ganyan. Tapos, yung mga people from Sony, their label, they were saying, wow, that's like one of their best interviews ever. Tapos, nung sa online then we, we posted the interviews, of course. Tapos, mga foreign fans nila, Sabi, wow, this is the best interview ever, mga ganon. So, yung mga ganon na comments, those are what I live for, actually. <laughs> Gustong-gusto ko yung mga ganon, na parang when they learn something new from the artist, when they enjoyed it, the artist enjoyed themselves also. And ano pa ba? Kapag natandaan ka nila, yun. Pag natandaan nila yun, it wasn't just a regular work day for them. So, yes, I love those feelings. Solid yun. I can also relate. I share those goals when I do my interview. So, 100% totally understand. I want to ask... It's weird that other go, interviewers go. don't have it. What do you mean? That like, goal? Yeah. I understand that sometimes their goal is to ask the questions that they were given, to memorize them, and to not screw up. Parang yun lang naman yung goal mo at first. Eh. Right. Pero, yun nga, may mga interviews ako nakikita na yun lagi yung tinatanong sa lahat. Right. Ganon. So parang I appreciate also when I meet someone na you know respects the art of interviews na it's to extract new information. It's to get something different out of the artist. Hindi lang same old shit. Yeah. Actually, I just got to watch an interview of Ed Sheeran by Zane Lowe. 
I love Zane Lowe. Ang ganda. Like, if you're a fan of Ed Sheeran, you, you have to see it. Dami ko nalaman bago about Ed. Sobra. I love how you're on first name basis. <laughs> si Ed, you know. <laughs> oh, si Ed, you know, I, I wear him at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch Zane Lowe? You should. Yeah, I haven't had the chance. I, I will look him up, though. I will look him up. Apple Beats. Oh, okay. Okay. Zane Lowe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. I was gonna ask Anina about image because someone okay. like you who's in the public eye, diba, you have an image and mm-hmm. you and I both came from Mascom, UP yeah. Mascom in particular, which is very chismoso as an environment. <laughs> and nung time natin in college, I didn't really hear much dirt about you. I mean, granted, diba, iba yung circles natin, pero like, walang chica about you. And even mm-hmm. now, X years later in the industry, there isn't really any chica about you either. So how do you keep it that way? That's all thanks to my very conservative upbringing. Thanks to my <laughs> father. He's number one talaga. Okay, I finished high school na twice lang ako nakalabas. Yung isa pa wow. doon for one hour lang. You know, Glorieta, di ba? Sa yeah. taas niya may Oakwood. Well, uh. Ascot na siya ngayon, yung hotel. So we were staying there, me and my family. Tapos my friends just happened to be in Glorieta, downstairs. So I <laughs> I asked permission lang pang, pwede po ba? Bababa lang po ako, kain lang po kami pa. Okay, sige, one hour. Ganyan. Tapos, that's one. <laughs> that's one of the times. The second time was after a year-end party sa school. Mom ko kasi yung cool one eh. So, kakonchaba ko siya na parang, pwede po ba kami mag-time zone? <laughs> Tapos, okay, sige, sige. But just for a few hours, tas sinundo na rin ako doon. Pero ganun yung upbringing ko. As in, bawal kami lumabas kahit na birthday ng best friend. Wala yun. As in, tatanong ng tatay ko, anong mawawala sa'yo pag hindi ka nakapunta dyan? Ganon. Tapos, syempre, nasasagot mo doon. <laughs> Friendship. Memories. Oo, oh, oh, baka sabihin niya, oh, hindi mo na ba sila friends pag hindi ka nakapunta dyan? Hindi sila totoong friends. Kasi <laughs> hindi talaga kami lumalabas. Sobrang sheltered ng upbringing namin. So, I never party. I don't like partying. I don't like drinking. I don't smoke. I don't... Wala akong bisyo. Sweets lang talaga. So, I guess that's... Hindi ko iningatan yung image ko eh. Yun lang talaga yung buhay ko. Very boring. Very... <laughs> Maliit lang yung mundo ko talaga before mix. Lumaki lang talaga siya nung naging VJ ako. And part of me feels like ito yung reward sa akin for being like a good daughter. Na parang, okay, sige. Sumunod ka sa ano eh, sa tatay mo eh. Sa lahat ng rules niya. You didn't resent your parents. Talagang happy ka lang na ano, nasa bahay. Okay, ito yung reward mo for your job. I'll send you to Paris. I'll send you to Japan. To Malaysia, Hong Kong, Singapore. So, yun. Pumayag na sila doon kasi part of my job. Pero before that, hindi talaga ako lumalabas, Tansi. Kaya rin wala kang nahirinig sa akin. Kasi <laughs> wala talaga. There's nothing to tell. Wala akong tinatago. Wala lang talagang ikukwento. <laughs> How do you not developing feelings of tampo na parang bakit yung mga friends ko are experiencing this and that, this and that and then ako bantay sarado sa bahay. Walang ganung feelings? Nung una, pero like grade school. Tsaka nung time kasi na yun, alala mo yung uso yung mga bomba-bomba sa mall. Mm. Lalo na so, kami pa, mo... mga Chinoy. Ayan, yan. Yung mga kidnapping, ek-ek. Ganyan, oh. yan. Oo. Diba? So, alam mo rin eh, nakikita mo sa news. So, gets mo rin sin sila nang gagaling. Tapos, ganun sila from the start. Gets mo eh, na wala, ganun talaga siya. Tsaka, I had an older sister eh. So, kapag yeah. yung ate ko, hindi na pinayagan sa ganun, hindi na ako maasa. Parang wala na siya sa realm of possibilities for me. Hindi na siya masakit for me. Kasi nakita ko na yung ate ko, hindi naman din pinayagan. So, like, siya na taga-set nung trend. Siya na set nung trend. So, hindi na mabigat sa loob ko. Tsaka, ang dami kasi ng life lessons ng parents ko lagi. Kunyari, manonood kami ng MMK or kung ano man nasa TV. O, kita mo na. Kasi, lumabas ng gabi na. Yung mga ganon. Yung traditional na Pinoy, ano, parents mga ganon. Well, For tatay ko lang. Worse, yeah. So, Nakikita mo. So, ikaw din natatakot ka rin. So, parang, ah, oo nga, no, may point sila. Okay. <laughs> so, you grow up and you become part of the entertainment industry from being mm-hmm. this girl who was so sheltered, di ba? Bantay yeah. sarado. Did you ever have that moment na parang na mind-blown ka na parang, shit, ganito pala? Was there an experience? And can you talk about it? Culture shock? Yes! Hindi ko na nababanggitin ko sino-sino, pero... How about the activities? Ako... Sige. Yeah, mga naka-work ako na nalaman ko, oh, so they regularly smoke. <laughs> right. Not the cigarette type. Tapos, pero 
love ko sila. They, dati kasi parang feeling ko, ano yun, mga BI, pag right. ganyan, or pag may tato, BI, mga <laughs> Very ano ako, bigot, ganyan, or well, the mild kind. Alam mo yun, ano lang. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a bigot, but I'm the mild kind. I'm the mild kind, yeah. Yung ano lang, judger lang, ganyan. Kasi nga, ano eh, parang I grew up on a high horse, basically, na parang ito yung tama, dito tayo, ganyan, yung iba, wag kang ganyan. Pero, nung napasok nga ako sa mix sa real world dun ko nakita na ah okay so they're they're good people it's just that iba talaga yung values nila but I still love them they're still nice they're still kind so yun yung mga shocking things for me na meron akong boss na nakulong before mga ganon hindi so, <laughs> <laughs> ko na sabihin ko saan ko boss pero mga ganon yung andami nilang kinakwento about their backgrounds and right. I think that's how I got closer to them also kasi I would ask yeah. about anything talaga and they would answer me kahit na about mga rated SPG stuff kasi nga alam nila wala akong alam eh so parang tatanong ko talaga ah, so when like this and then like that what happens mga ganyan-ganyan kasi explain talaga nila sa akin so ang dami ko talaga natutuhan doon and willing na teachers naman sila so yun yun yung mga discover ko yung mga hindi ko nakuha sa school and sa family, parang dun ko na tanong-tanong and dun ako nakakuha ng mga sagot. Before we get back to this week's interview, let me take another moment to say hi and big thanks to everybody over at Kumu. And if for whatever reason you're still living under a rock and you've never heard of Kumu, they're a Pinoy live streaming app where you can connect with Filipino streamers and celebrities. I was gonna say like myself, but I'm more of a streamer and not a celebrity. But I'm on Kumu, so you can connect with me over there. Yeah? <laughs> so anyway, you can use the link in my description to follow some Kumu streamers. And yes, I am one of them on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So follow us over there on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. Yeah, I can imagine that must be difficult then. Because you're supposed to be this public figure. And then you're expected to know a lot. Because you're always exposed, right? And then to know that the reality is you're not exposed because of your upbringing. I would imagine that another person in your shoes would probably be like, look, look at this girl, so sheltered. I mean, it's very derogatory or derisive yung comments towards you. So, did you ever feel that from other peers or from other people that you'd work with? Na parang, Tin ba tong babaeng to? Napakakitid or whatever? No. Sa mix kasi sobrang open-minded na mga tao doon. They're super chill. Mas na-amaze sila than naiinis na wala akong alam. Tsaka yun nga, parang na-amaze sila tapos gusto nila akong turuan. Ganito kasi yun, ganyan. As in, excited sila to explain stuff, to tell me about their past, their dark past, ganun. I mean, as long as walang hands-on application. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ano lang, in theory tayo, explanation, ganyan. So, mas excited naman sila. Yun nga lang talaga, minsan nga kailangan talaga sa work. Like one time, I remember, may isang segment kami na dapat tungkol sa pagkukommute. Hmm. Eh, syempre, wala akong alam sa pagkukommute. Right. So, sila parang, okay, sige, huwag na natin gawin. Kasi, hindi lang ako eh, pati yung co-VJ ko, ano naman siya from Arneo, ganyan. <laughs> <laughs> wow! We are, we're, we're going there. Great! <laughs> <laughs> Love ko yun. Tapos parang kaming dalawa, nung tinanong kami, para siyang ano eh, real talk about commuting. Tapos kaming dalawa, nagtitigan lang kami na parang, ano sabihin natin dito? Hindi namin alam kung magkano yung fare. Gusto ko na yung Severian pa yung mas may alam sa pagkocommute. <laughs> yun nga. Parang that, naka-experience naman akong commuting before when I would watch UAAP. When okay. I was back in UP Manila, mag- LRT kami ng ate ko kasi mahirap yung parking di ba kapag sa Araneta lalo na pag may kasabay na Ateneo or Lasal parang good Basta luck sa parking day. Oh, oh. yeah so natuto kami mag LRT doon pero that's about it yun lang <laughs> <laughs> yun lang share ko so dumating sa point na yung boss ko hindi naman siya nainis pero like natawa lang siya na hindi wag na natin gawin to segment na to <laughs> wala to walang, walang patutunguhan to <laughs> sabay ka to your audition I'm relatable <laughs> sa part na yon hindi talaga yeah pero in, in 99% naman of the case I'm, I'm relatable <laughs> it's amazing to me na that's the answer I wasn't expecting I guess nung tinanong ko kung bakit walang chismis about you, you know. ah talaga I mean I knew a bit of it na you were the girl na hindi lumalabas I knew that college pa lang. ah talaga okay. yes I heard about that but mm. I didn't know na it was to that level na ano mo yun parang bantay sarado talaga 24-7 oh yeah Mm-mm, mm-mm. Talagang wala. 
Kaya yung mga friends ko, since high school ah, yung friends ko, talagang sobrang shock na shock kapag andun ako sa kunyari birthday nila. <laughs> Pag andun ako, wala nang excuse yung iba to not make it. Like, uh, l- laging line is, si Ayi nga, nakapunta eh. Ikaw, hindi. Yung parang ganon. Kasi sobrang hindi nga ako nakakasama sa kanila. Although, medyo weird siya, pero actually proud ako dun sa fact na yon na <laughs> at least, whenever I'm there, tinatreasure nila yung moment na yon <laughs> Right, right. Diba? So, it, yeah. uh, there's that. I mean, I'm assuming naman na nung nag-graduate ka na, yun na, pwede ka na lumabas, pwede ka nang mag-hangout with friends, pwede ka na mag-time zone. Yun nga yung problema, Stancy. Kasi nung nag-college na ako na pwede na and nag-graduate na ako, lahat ng friends ko from high school na sa Manila ako nag-high school eh, Santa Ana, Obi Montessori, lahat sila wala sa Quezon City. <laughs> lahat sila nasa South. So parang wala rin. Hindi ako makalabas-labas with them din. Tapos hindi rin naman ako umiinom. So parang hindi rin ako makasakay dun sa mga night outs nila and I really don't like mga places na ang lakas ng music. Wala rin. Hindi ko rin nagamit yung freedom ko. <laughs> I can relate with not liking yung loud places, not yeah. liking coming out smelling like cigarette smoke. Kasi for and me... And you can talk to the yes, person. Right. Diba? So even if I want to hit on this girl at the club, like I can't pull out a fun conversation from my ass because hindi din kami magkakarinigan. But I don't know about you, like if you had this idea na, oh, to mga VJs, ganito yung buhay nila when the cameras aren't rolling. Ako, I had this idea of DJs being super cool, getting laid all the time, always being at the clubs and all that shit. And, radio I, DJs or yeah, club radio DJs? Yeah, radio ah, DJs. Radio okay. DJs. I had this idea in my head based on what I perceived, diba? Mm-hmm. But when I became a DJ and that lifestyle just wasn't something that I particularly enjoyed, I just quickly realized that, eh, I can just go back to being me. Alam mo yun? I don't know if yeah. you ever had that realization. Hindi naman. Tsaka never din ako parang nagka-identity crisis sa pagiging sheltered ko. Parang natanggap ko na siyang ganun ako, it'll never change, and I really don't like din kasi talaga yung other kind of lifestyle. So, hindi naman. Hindi ko siya naisip na, I'll go back to this. Kasi I've always been that. Right. <laughs> hindi na rin ako nag-change. Parang feeling ko yung pagkatita ko, it's not because I'm already 30 now. Even when I was 18 or 16, I was already like this. So, walang change masyado. As you said, yung kung ano ko sa college, yun pa rin ako hanggang ngayon. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a self-awareness which I'll give you a lot of credit for. <laughs> As we wind down here, I want to ask about the other side of the work which you alluded to kanina. Sabi mo, mm-hmm. it's not just the on-cam work, di ba? And syempre, for the more traditional Filipinos, pag yeah. tinatanong nila kung ano trabaho mo, they're like, so, kailan ka magkakaroon ng stable job? Do you ever get that question? Na parang, how about you get a real job? It's the opposite, Stancy. Lahat sila happy for my job. Lahat sila amazed sa job ko. Ako yung nagsasabing, ano ka ba? In a few years, wala na to. Hindi pwedeng, hindi to long term, hindi to stable. Ako yung nagsasabi sa kanila, as in kunyari, meron kami high school reunion. Like, my friends would say, alam mo, ikaw yung pinaka-successful sa batch. And I'm like, what? This is so short term. Ano lang to? Hanggang, yun nga, mga before 30s, ganyan. Akala ko kasi parang matatanggal na ako. <laughs> kasi medyo may limit ang age sa mix. Siyempre, it's a youth brand. So, ideally, parang mga 25 lang, ganyan. Pero, 30 na ako. So, I'm really overstaying. So, I've been always planning like every year na parang, is this my last? Ganyan. And I know kasi right from the start na this is something na I can't do forever. Hindi ako proud to proud ako sa job ko pero hindi ako proud to the point na yes, I'm the most successful one kasi alam kong it's short-lived. It's something na you pass through itong pagiging DJ. For me, it's the best job in the world but hindi nga siya pwedeng forever. Ako yung nagsasabi sa friends ko na parang hindi, ano lang to, matatapos din to. Kailangan ko ng stable job. Hindi ko alam kung anong gagawin ko after. Yun yung sinishare kong problem sa kanila. Tapos sila parang, hindi, makakahanap ka niyan, kukunin ka sa ganito, sa ganyan. Parang sila pa yung confident. <laughs> Ako yung nagsasabing, mahirap to, hindi to stable. Parang I'm sure you have this, ano rin, thinking stand. Kasi you know how unstable our industry is. A like, bit of both, hello, yeah. I'll say this on the record Now the pandemic has really fucked up the radio industry. Like, I mm-hmm. am in limbo. I haven't gone on air since February. I know firsthand how unstable the industry is. Yeah. Pero I think I've experienced both sides of what you were describing. Like, on mm-hmm. one hand, na parang I get it from 
uncles and aunties or lolo or lola na parang, mm-hmm. oh, when are you gonna get a real job? You know, that type of shit. So I've had that. But I've also been in your spot where I also know that I can't do this forever. I see mm-hmm. both sides. And for all it's good and bad. <laughs> for better or worse. Yes, uh-oh. Ako rin. Pero to be fair, wala sa akin nagsasabing, when are you gonna get a real job? <laughs> yung mga peers ko, very ano, yung Filipino mentality na parang, oh, yung ganda-ganda ng trabaho mo, nasa TV ka. <laughs> <Ganun>. <laughs> so, wala sa kanila nagsasabing, ah, kailan ka magkakaroon ng, ano, ng stable job? Wala naman, wala naman. To wrap everything up, I want to mm-hmm. ask about what you want to be remembered as. So let's say, yung asabi mo, diba, this job is short-lived. You can't yeah. be in this position forever. So let's say it all had to end tomorrow. How do you want people to remember you? Siguro, what I take pride in the most, siguro interviews ko, I want to be remembered as one of the best interviewers. Yun. Fair. Totally fair. On that note, I'm going to end this conversation, at least for public consumption. I appreciate you, Aida La Cruz, so, so much from everything. Just, you know, us having remained friends all these years, how mm-hmm. grounded you still are, how ang sarap mo paring kausap, and I think how, you know, we've become better friends after we left UP, which is a rarity for me because I've basically disconnected from 95% of everyone I went to school with. So thank you for being in that 5%. I appreciate you so, so much. Actually, I'm honored nga. Kasi, okay, just to add an extra kwento, Stan, see, you are like, you know, sa batch natin, isa nga sa mga parang tinitingala. Wow! Kasi wow. nga, ikaw na yung DJ noon. No, it's because Tapos I'm parang, Paul. That's it. <laughs> yun din. <laughs> and konti lang ang guys sa uh, Mascom. Parang, ewan ko, we're kind of scared of you a little bit. Na parang, hindi ka nga kasi friendly. Na parang, hindi ka yung smiling type. Do you know why? Do you, do you want me to explain this for everybody? So yeah, okay, go, go. I'll go. explain this. And I'm, I'm going to share this podcast in sa Facebook group of Batch 2012. So Ooh. all of them can hear it too. Okay? So okay. I was actually scared of everyone else. Huh? I was intimidated by everyone else. Because you have to remember that I was all-boys school number one. Ay, oo nga pala. Oo. So like, holy shit, puro babae. And hindi naman ako yung habulin ng babae nung nasa savior ako. Babae was, and Bex. Yes, Mas babae and Bex. Eh. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh. So parang, holy shit, puro babae. Holy shit, puro Becky. So alam mo, parang double the culture shock. So that's one. Two was, admittedly, sobrang closed off ako because of the insular nature of the Chinois. Parang we keep to ourselves by nature. Ganon? Yes, yes. We keep to ourselves by nature. So, nung freshman year ko sa UP, dun ako sa Chinoy Org, yung CSA. I stayed with them. So, it wasn't until like second year that I really began to explore other spaces, other orgs, other groups. So, that's two. Mm-mm. The third is, I didn't like the chatter sa mascom. Kasi nga, di ba, machika, machismis. So, yes. if your way of staying out of the chica was to just not go out, my way was to not be on their radar. Ooh. I think that's part of the no, scary image. Kasi nga, we don't know much about you. <laughs> Only that you're a DJ, you're from Savior, you're Chinese, you're tall, ganon, and you speak well. Pero other than that, parang, nga, I remember this one moment. I'm not sure if you remember. We were in the performance class of Mom Jane. We were asked to sit in a circle, ganon. Tapos, sabi ni Mom Jane, ang topic is being comfortable with your body and with your co-actors. Ganon, na parang sabi niya, this is a sp- safe space. Kapag may acting space na tinatawag na wala na yung dating ikaw, pag andito ka, dapat comfortable. Kata sabi niya, okay, one practice we can do is hold the hand of your seatmate. Ganon. Tapos, I was seated beside you. Tapos, naka-holding hands tayo ng matagal. Tapos, ako pong, eh, hindi tayo close. Ako pang, mm, okay, acting space daw. <laughs> Tapos, hindi ako nakatingin sa'yo. So, naka-holding hands tayo. So, nakatingin lang ako kay Ma'am Jane. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't. Kasi, <laughs> I remember holding the hand of a different classmate in that very class. Sino? So, I'll tell you off the recording. But okay, okay. Uh, what I will say on the record is that you then are the second girl ever whose hand I'd held. That makes you number two. <laughs> Talaga? Uy, such an honor. Oh my gosh. Second hand. Ano. <laughs> that paints a picture of how closed off I really was. Which is why that was how I presented myself at the time. So, yun. You know what? Now that I think about it, you're also my second. 
Yeah. The first one was nagulat lang kasi back then wala pa akong boyfriend doon eh. The first one was my blockmate in UP Manila. Meron akong discussion sa isang guard kasi parang may hinahalukay siya sa bag ko. Tapos syempre ano palaban ako noon ganyan. Tapos pa hindi ko na maiinaaway yung guard pero lang nakikipagdiskusyon ako. And then my guy blockmate grabbed my hand. Tapos, hinila niya ako na parang, tara na, tara na, gano'n. Tapos ako talaga, shock na shock ako na first time ko mag, mag-holding hands sa isang lalaki. Pero, friend ko lang siya. Kinausap ko rin siya after na parang, um, did you know na ikaw yung first ever guy na ano, nakahawak ng kamay ko? Sabi niya, talaga, hindi ko maalala yun eh. Tapos, ako shock na shock ako. Yes, UP Manila pa yun, first year. So, ikaw, ikaw yung second din, Stan. Damn. There, that, that's a bonus for everybody who decided to stick around for the last uh, 10 minutes. Oh, yes. Hello, guys. <laughs> so, I'm going to end it properly. Ay de la Cruz, thank you so much. All the love and respect for you, and I appreciate you so, so much. And I'm very thankful for our friendship. You know, pareho lang. I can say the same for you, Stancy. I never thought we'd be closer after MUP, <laughs> given that uh, nga, you were scary. <laughs> <laughs> back then <laughs> and we were closed off but I'm glad na we have this kind of relationship now and I'm so happy for your career as well you've been saying na you were able to like monitor my progress from the beginning <laughs> you've been watching my interviews pala but I was also there I would listen to your radio show sometimes I would message you na parang hey I'm listening sa mellow ganyan tapos now we're doing this podcast finally I'm so happy to be here thank you for inviting me thank you for thinking that you know I'm worthy to, oh, wow. you know to be here fuck and... your imposter syndrome <laughs> Hindi kasi pinakinggan ko yung iba mong interviews. Parang, hala, politics. Pinakinggan ko kay Jervis Manahan, ganyan. Tapos parang, hala, ano, pag yun yung tinanong niya sa akin, anong isasagot ko? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad na ano, it, it was very fun. I had a lot of fun taking a trip down memory lane. And yun nga, nagkaroon pa ako ng epiphany dito sa show mo. So thank you for having me, Stan. Hey, you See? get what you give. Where can people follow you? You can follow me at Ayi de la Cruz, A-I de la Cruz on everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Like, I'm also on like, TikTok pala yung naiba. I'm Ayi de la Cruz 22 there. Kasi nakuha na Ayi de la Cruz. <laughs> so, yun lang naiba. Yeah, but please do follow me. Nakakadagdag din yan sa ano, rockets. <laughs> Your follow. <laughs> you can give me rockets, Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much once again to my friend Mix VJ Ay de la Cruz for joining me on this week's episode of On Deck. And as you can see through the last five, ten minutes of that uh, interview, it really just became a personal catch up. But, you know, it's fine. Uh, we let it bleed onto the podcast because that's what this show is all about. Just pulling the curtain back and humanizing these personalities that we get to interview here on deck. Now, before I get out of here, just a couple of things that I want you to check out. First of all, I've got a couple other podcasts that I do, one of them being the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which I co-host alongside my friends, Romoran and Chino Liao. We are live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod, and we are also on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. If you can't catch the live streams for whatever reason, that's fine. You can also follow us on Spotify and get the audio-only versions of the episodes right there. The other podcast I'm working on is called Now Steaming, a Chinoy podcast. I co-host that alongside the co-creators of So Asian Comics, Kimberly Mass and Cedric Chang. And over there, we serve fresh hot takes from the millennial Chinoy perspective. So if you've ever been curious about uh, what Chinois are like, what the current Chinese-Filipino generation might be going through, might be thinking, you might want to check out that episode. Or if you're Chinoy and you're looking for people to bounce off with, to just uh, vent to, or to, f- to figure out if anybody else is feeling the way you're feeling, that's what Now Steaming is all about. So please check it out. Much like the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and On Deck, it is also on Spotify, so please follow that at Now Steaming Podcast. Now, if you want to support the podcast with your online shopping, you can do that at no additional cost to you. All you have to do is right before you check out on Shopee, go to your mobile phone browser and use this URL, tinyurl.com slash ondeckxshopee. It'll take you straight to the Shopee app and then from there, just click checkout and a portion of your proceeds will go to 
Podcast Network Asia and on deck so we can keep doing what we do here on the podcast. So again, no additional cost to you. Here's my Shopee affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash O-N-D-E-C-K-X-S-H-O-P-E-E. That's tinyurl.com slash on deck X Shopee. Every use of the affiliate link that leads to a purchase on Shopee, that goes a long, long way towards supporting this podcast. Let me wrap this up and say thank you to Babyface producer Nikai and to Babyface producer Sola and to the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for helping me put these episodes together so that you have a new show to listen to every week when you refresh On Deck with Stancy on Spotify. Until then, though, I got to get out of here. Got to regroup because next week I've got another huge episode of On Deck featuring... Koji Morales, the station manager of 103.5K Light, formerly known as Joe Spinner on 97.1 WLS-FM Campus Radio. Yeah, talking to a real and legitimate FM radio legend next week on deck. Until then, please stay safe, mask up, register to vote, at please lang, if you can, please go ahead and get your vaccines. Magpabakuna na po tayong lahat. Alright? This episode of On Deck with Stan C is in the books. I'm out of here. Peace. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 